Third World Cinema Club. This is Third World Cinema Club, episode 2. Episode 2. So, um, <laughs> I'm John Tawasil from Present Confusion. Present Sinampan from Rapper and Songpoons Reviews and Spin Anarchy and more. And I'm DJ Ramones from ReverseToday.net. And so we're going to be talking about two films today. Yeah, arguably the best film of the year. Yes. Yeah. Jack <laughs> comes home. No, Jack. Jack comes home. So our appetizer is gonna be Jack comes home, and then later we're gonna be talking about Eric Matty's latest film, By Bust. Third World Cinema Club. Um. So let's go to uh, Jack comes home. It's a film by Carlo J. Caparas. Carlo J. I'm, or I mean, no, I'm sorry, Isabel Peach Caparas, yeah. Pero, who um, is, and co-written by Carlo J. Uh, yeah. But who could tell the difference? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a uh, fictionalized uh, version of the Chong Sisters story. If you yeah. remember the Chong Sisters, um, Mary Joy and Jacqueline, they were abducted in Cebu in 1997. Seven. 1997, July 16. 16, 1997. Disappeared, um, um, but the body of one of them was never found. Seven people were accused of, uh, of the crime, and uh, these seven, they, they're still in prison up to now. And, um, and the investigation had a lot of problems. It was not a very well-conducted investigation. And you forgot, these are, these are allegedly the bad boys of Cebu back then. So it, it adds another layer na what if the what if the bad guys who are known to be quote-unquote bad are, are, are not, not guilty. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, of course, we can't talk about Chong Sister's case without talking about the uh, 2012 documentary Give Up Tomorrow by um, Marty Sukuko and, and Michael, Collins. Michael Collins. So it's a documentary about uh, Paco Laranyaga, who is the alleged mastermind of the Chong Sepe. And, uh, and how basically it's about a miscarriage of justice because Paco's trial was so weird. There were lots of irregularities. And um, even then, yeah. he's still he's still in prison right now. Better okay. better yet, if you want to know more about the case of Paco, you could watch it on Rappler for free. <laughs> yeah, it's on Rappler for free. You post it on YouTube, just search for Give Up Tomorrow, and you can watch the whole film. Anyway, Jacqueline Comes Home, probably, it's gone in theater, so you're probably not going to see it. That's a good thing because it's a terrible film. No, I think it's a it's one of the most subversive art films of <laughs> of the year. It's um it's so bad that it's going to be. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's yeah. Okay, I don't know. Serious mode now. Let's actually talk about the film. For me, it's it's kind of evil. Because you Right now, when whenever I think of Jacqueline comes home, it's like a camp. It's like a real camp, not classic, but a mm-hmm. real camp film that that, that 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 made me laugh. And then I realized that I'm laughing about uh, two sisters who got uh, quote unquote killed. Well, um, doesn't matter if they got killed, but they're missing, and it's still a, it's still a criminal case. So the mere fact that I was laughing all throughout the film. 
makes you feel bad inside. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, go on, go on. Go, 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 tell me lang. Um, I've seen a lot of bad films in my life. Uh, bad local films. There are some bad films that are really so bad that they're quite funny. And this is one of the few times that I watched a film that is bad and it's not even funny. I, I was considering, I, I wanted to walk out, but you know, I never walk out of films. I only walk, I've only walked out of one film so far. And it's the worst film I've ever seen. <laughs> I can't, I can't see it. <laughs> but, but if you read my blog, I guess you'll know. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you first. Because I, at times, I'm thinking, uh, okay, you want to give all films a, ano, the, the benefit of the doubt, no? Or do you want to, yeah. do, do you want to, do you want to, basically, do you want to shit on a film, Because uh-huh. right now, um, bilang fans, bilang critics slash reviewers, whatever we consider ourselves, we we do this for our love of cinema, and we try to find the the goodness out of every work. I think I struggled with that, Jacqueline, because more than the quality of the film itself, I think the act the act of making the film this way in treatment, yeah, it's very responsible. Eh? But, I was in the premiere screening and then umata dun yung tao dito yung directors and the cast it's, uh-huh. and, and weirdly it's like the marketing of the film it's a preemptive it's a preemptive defense that you're all saying oh we don't want to step on anybody's rights we don't want to incriminate everybody so they said that before the film and then pagkapanood mo nasabi na wala silang wala silang implicate they create another victim. They they create a hostage situation. So, parang so lakin incriminate pero you're actively demonizing characters. Yeah. Uh, for people who haven't seen this film, um, of course, there's a Chong Seven headed by Paco Laranyala. They're not in this film. Instead, there's another gang of seven really really bad people. Um, headed by someone named Sonny, who's played by uh, one of the Eigenmans. Yeah, see, uh, Ryan Eigenman. Ryan Eigenman. He's like, like an uber dude bro maniac <laughs> who likes to... Who, who likes to... Who can't keep his dick in his pants. He's like, he likes to rape and kill. Al- alam mo pa, yung iba na yung funny sa film. Kasi it's like, we're thinking, when this crime happened, Two of them were, were underage. Oh, this, oh, the yes. seven, two of them were underage. Paco was 19. Here, I think... All of mas, them are overage. Mas, in, mas na-implicate sila. Kasi they kept, they kept the youth of the two sisters. Uh-huh. And then they made this the bad guys like in their 30s. So, so ba, parang it's, it's more menacing seeing this um, bad guys na who talk like gangsters from the 20s na boss, yeah. ano ba boss, gusto mo ba? It's not enough for Caparazin Company to make these, to make the act itself be bad. Yeah. The perpetrators have to be these Cartoons. really cartoonishly evil, demonic yeah. villains yeah. that are un- incapable of um, redemption. And to add to that, there's a scene near the end of the film where Sonny's mom yeah. talks with <laughs> talks with um, yeah. the Chong's mother, yeah. Telma, Telma Chong. And and um, and Sonny's mom insists that her son is innocent and didn't do the crime. 
which in the face of what, just, what of the raping and killing that we just saw is ridiculous and it makes the family of the accused seem extremely insincere which if you take Sunny to be an avatar for uh. for Paco or whoever the Chong Seven are um, it, it makes it still makes them look bad I think I think it's funny because it's like they they are very aware of how people are talking about the case. So it's like they made a checklist of ano ba ang allegations about this case. Now weirdly before before this movie came out, hindi lang pinag-uusapan ng mga tao. Yes. Diba? So it's like um ano to eh? in a way it's very Streisand effect na pero yeah. na hindi pero hindi natatago but more they're trying to preemptively whitewash it. And then, by doing that, the more people started digging, the more people started uh, try to uncover what yeah, exactly. happened. And parang ano, given the power of the internet right now, people had the ability to discern. Kasi back in the 90s, their only, their only means of... Chika-chika lang. Ano, and, uh, and, ano, and what was what was shown on TV, in, remember on media, yeah. this mm. famous newscaster held his hands in a cup and saying this was the amount of sperm found in the body which apparently sabi ni Dr. Fortune na naging yes <laughs> uh, said, uh, that is preposterous kasi the the specimen was too ano na eh, too touched na too madumi na kasi yes. they just got it from the underwear apparently so it, the underwear was badly stained so, they couldn't test for DNA back then so, in 1997 yeah. Maybe we didn't have the facilities. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, checklist. We're talking about the checklist. Kanina na para aware sila of uh, aware sila of how people are seeing the case. Yeah, this is a case that not a lot of people you know still remember right now. Maybe a lot of people don't know what the chunk case was. I remember the chunk case because I grew up, you know, with it. I grew with I grew up with a media circus that happened in '97. But a lot of the newer generation, probably they're too young to remember. Um, and, uh, and my question is, why did they pick this particular time to make a story about yeah. this case? Is, it, is this a reaction to give up tomorrow? Because maybe that's how it goes. Because one of the funniest and stupidest scenes of the film was that a bunch of law students who we've never seen before yeah who've never, never seen, seen before start studying and then one says pare feeling ko malitong case na to it's yeah, it's like there, there's something shady about this I don't think this enough to convict him mistrial na to and then he's rebuked by his peers sasabihan, sasabihan siya na ano ka ba don't you believe in the criminal justice system yeah we should believe in the justice system collective laugh <laughs> kasi do you think our crime our justice system would jail someone innocent yeah, uh, it, <laughs> which is and uh, the ultimate irony uh, is propaganda. There's a propaganda show in a way na it is propaganda. Yeah, it it, it delves into PSA territory. Na it tries to lecture you. It tries to to um. Ano yun? If you, if you remember the wartime films, the good guys are super good and god fearing. In this film, it's a um, and the bad guys are chaser. super super bad. Yeah, sneering. They're absolutely one hundred percent guilty. Caparas is guilty of this in all of his films. Yeah, uh, at, at least his contemporary films. He's he's horrible at do at characterization. And I guess since his daughter 
is now directing this, maybe some of the father passed on to the daughter. So it's abilities. Uh, it didn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> yeah. The, the peach did not fall far the from the tree. The peach did not fall, fall, far from the fall far from the tree. And um, yeah, it's all ridiculous. And um, the irony of it is, there's one irony that I, found, I find really amusing. Because, yeah, Caparas paints these people as these horrible, uh, paints the perpetrators in his crime films as these horrible killers, these, these demons. There's even, there, there are lines in Jacqueline Comes Home where he compares these guys to demons. And uh, one of his earlier films, of which he made too, it's about the, the Visconde Massacre, in which Hubert Webb was... Um, was the accused uh, or part of the accused in killing um, in killing the Visconde uh, girls and as we learned over time the web Hubert Webb and his and his accomplices were acquitted of the crime so they're now free so so what now so for so Caparas' tendency to sensationalize the case and not to view the case objectively really, really hurts how um, the execution of this film ended up. And even as a true crime movie, it doesn't even work because the best true crime uh, like shows or, or works, they're about the investigation of the case. And if you look very closely at Jacqueline Come Home, there is not a single moment in which there was any substantial investigation going on. So it's all about really the perpetration of the crime? Yes, it's all about the crime. There's like an extended rape sequence. They keep cutting back so flashbacks the, to the crime. The crime itself, but not any, yeah, the uh, crime anything itself, about the administration of justice yeah, and proper processes. Like the film assumes that these guys are guilty. Um, 100% no there's, there's no surprise about it here's the horrible horrible thing that they did in slow motion is there a disclaimer at the start of the film saying that yeah, it's this loosely yes. inspired loosely inspired loosely inspired very loosely inspired very loosely inspired but the problem with that it's like you're saying uh, this loosely inspired so you try to give yourself a buffer na not everything is true but at the same time you're using the, na- the real names of people you're saying it's a real case so the assumption is you're striking closer to reality than fiction yes. pero kasi this film even established facts na dapat hindi na hindi na contentious like the one like um, the confession of the confession the confession of what's his name Davidson Russia, Russia um, the, the actual captured footage inside the courtroom they were they were turned around to make it to make it that na si Rusha was too innocent na kulang nang sumuka siya he's this poor what in, he was just oh, dragged into it when in reality he, he also confessed na in his confession na he was saying yeah I joined in raping and killing killing the, the girls and then in in the film in in reality alam mo naman na ang reaction ng family when they when they heard the Reclusion Perpetua sentence. verdict on the sentence yeah, was death, we wanted death, we wanted death. Mm-hmm. So like, by Jungir in the film, 
Napadasal na lang siya. Napadasal na, napadasal na, lang. na si Lorna Tolentino. Si Lorna Tolentino. Ah, si Alma Moreno. Oh. Dasal na lang. Dasal yeah. lang. Ganun. And, um, yeah. So, I think, pero I think, in the future, it's this will be one of the films na pwedeng aralin ng mga tao. On, on what like, not to do. Oh, on what not to do. And, ano, really, yung ano, it's like, there's a fetishist pain ngayon na we're in a post-truth era. Yes. Na, ano siya eh, may deliberate attempt siya to to, to distort to, the truth to, to distort reality or at least ano eh hindi na distort reality but even make a story na na at least viable or gets na parang um, yeah na, na, yeah so yeah distort the truth na rin siguro I'm, um, I'm at a loss for words I can this could be oh, a good case study on, on oh, the ethics of filmmaking yeah, mm-hmm. ethics because if you are trying to make a film Very that good. suits but, a specific agenda is that right or well it's, people have done it all the time before with propaganda this is this is very this is one of this is kind of strange in terms of propaganda but it's still propaganda and um, it's it's trying to use sensationalism to you know to change to, to change our perception of what is but it fails at doing that because it's such a poorly made movie. Even if, even though, even if we say we take away all of the, you know, we just look at the form of the movie, it's it's still very poorly made. It's edited. It's the timeline is haphazard. You can sometimes the flashback sequences meld with the sequences in the normal day. With what I wrote, nga, siguro para as final takeaway for me, ang sabi ko if there's divine justice. This might be, um, this, this might, might be, be the, the means. Because okay, alam natin contentious yung case. Na even if you can't, if you can't say for certain that Paco is innocent, I think there's enough to say that the case is contentious or yes, it's at least very. Yeah, it's something's uh, going on. There's definitely a mistrial. So, and thanks to this film, a lot of people are aware of it. Or talking about it. So I think there's a media clamor or there's a clamor on social media because of on this film. So. Yung nga, I think the intent was turned against its head, weaponized against itself. So, divine justice, divine <laughs> comedy, I don't know what you call it. So, Karma. How, uh, so Tristan, how was that? How was the audience reaction during the premiere? Actually, it's weird atmosphere. Kasi Were they laughing inappropriately? There were some. Tapos, yung nga, narinig ko eh, someone from behind me was saying, Ano ba to? Art film ba to? <laughs> yeah. Pero at the same time, it's like, no, see, they were like on the defensive right away. So you can see that the film was in a vacuum. Because the host palang would say, Okay, we know we know that there's this other documentary. That's the other side. This is our so, side. Yeah. So, so they know. But they were reactionary. It's their side, siya. but it's supposed to be a fictionalization. Oh, so. It's playing it safe. Yeah. Convenient. Na, actually, there was a lot of we wanted to make a film that's more on the trials and tribulations that the family went through. Pero ang weird kasi parang... It, the, the trials and tribulations part makes like less than oh, a third of the movie. Kasi pwede naman din eh, yun, if you know yung assassination ni Gianni Versace, yung bagong American crime story, yes. the, the crime is only on the first episode. In the rest, it's really more of on the journey, on the life the journey of, of, yes. of, of, of the LGBT in the 90s. They could have done that, but... Oh, if they want know. to really focus, ah, 
on the on the family drama. Yeah. But the family drama here is so poorly done. Yeah. That, so so people were were people laughing at moments that probably were not supposed to be funny. There were there were laughs, but I don't know because I was sitting near the director. So like I, I think part okay. of people were trying to control their laughs, but already mo parin. Because example, there was zombie scene. <laughs> so, yes. Sobrang weird na... Ito ba yung hinagis niya yung oh, bouquet? Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, zombie. <laughs> Sinalo ng the zombified corpse of... Of... What's her Mary name? Mary Joy. Mary Joy. Yeah. Freaking yeah. ridiculous. Anyway, forget that film. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just forget it exists. But thank... I, I guess I have to thank them for bringing more awareness to the case at hand. Um... Yeah. So let's move on to our main topic of the day, the main course, by bust. So, um, so before we start, this this like conversation is gonna have a lot of spoilers. All three yeah. of us have seen the film already, mm-hmm. yeah. and um, so probably after this statement, I'll make a little warning to show to tell you guys that from here on in, there are gonna be spoilers. So please watch the film. Before listening to yeah. our talk. Spoiler alert. Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. You have been warned. Uh, so let's begin. Uh, By Bust is about uh, Nina Manigan, played by Anne Curtis. She's a PDEA agent, uh, anti-drug uh, enforcement agency agent. And um, she has a large chip on her shoulder because in a previous operation, her whole squad was wiped out. And she, and she, she was the sole survivor. She was the sole survivor, and now she's training um, uh, to enter a new squad headed by Victor Neri, and among others. And they're tasked by um, by big hotshot cops Alvarez and De La Cruz, played by and Alvarez played by to capture the a big time drug lord named Biggie Chen. Big they, fish, a big fish. Big fish. <laughs> Biggie Chen. Biggie Chen. Me, uh, played by uh, Arja Ataide. Yeah. And um, it was really good for me. Yeah. I like the I like... the titular by bust operation devolves into a clusterfuck of epic <laughs> proportions. So, okay. Um, I'll start. I guess I'll start with myself. Go. So by bust, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I've, I've watched it like twice now, ever since um, an early screening at UP, and um, it's it's a decent action film. It's not the best action film. It's a decent action film. I don't I don't completely agree with some of the staging of the action in the early part of the film, but the later part of the film, the way the action is staged is phenomenal, especially certain sequences. Um, and Curtis is great. Uh, She's convincing. She's a convincing action star. (laughs) Brandon Vares, pretty good. (laughs) And um, as social commentary, it's I think it can spur a lot of discussion. Although you know, it's not it's not as particular it's not particularly as deep as some of Matt's other films. But most of the commentary here is can is done through subtext. I think. But anyway, it creates a great, um, it creates, it creates a great atmosphere of tension 
all throughout. Actually, that's what I want to understand from you guys in, mm-hmm. about subtext. Because to be clear, okay, I wanted to really like the film. What is that? Ano eh, there are more things that I didn't like than, uh-huh. than like. Because for one, we for 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 it to be a good action film, I'm expecting good action. So, because gets ko naman if uh, if a film tries to tries to thin make, make makes a plot really thin to focus on good set pieces. Hmm. So I'm not really trying to look for ano for uh, uh the twists and turns of a plot. Na not not to say naman na meron rin kasi I think when the plot itself was something seen time and time again. So I'm really banking sana to enjoy the action. Though I really like the tension in some scenes kasi ano yun eh, Crawford ni Eric Mario really tightening uh, tightening the the wire before things happen. Pero like the ca- I, di- I didn't care about much of the characters. Uh-huh. The the action it's based on shaky cam and fast cuts. Though there uh, towards the end, I agree na there's a phenomenal shot talaga na ano eh, it comes in spurs na spurts na may, may magagandang action sequences like the Brandon Vera and Curtis tag team and then the one the tracking shot there I'm thinking it's more of the exception rather than the rule so when you, when you talk about subtext what exactly are you talking about See, yun, the plot about corruption I think we've seen that all already yes. yes the raid I mean the, the raid it's basically the same as the raid so but set in the Philippines so uh-huh. when you say na you enjoyed the commentary the subtext what exactly mean? Na, na, na base siya sa ano? base siya sa sa current drug war yun ba? or actually for me um, that's actually the part of the film that I find to be problematic the, the commentary subtext okay, part yeah. but before that I um, just want to comment that my expectation going to the film going into the film was that it would be quite theatrical because one of the trailers if you remember um, there's a voice over na sobrang poetic niya it was like talking about death was talking about basta sobrang um, yes. metaphorical niya which did not appear in the final movie tapos um, actually one of the one of my favorite um, minor characters in the film is si Manok by Joros Gamboa yung very flamboyant uh, drug addict crackpot person na uh, minor goon nila and nakatawa yun kasi he, he was the distraction eh parang in an otherwise sobrang serious, serious gritty supposedly grisly film pero meron kang ganitong scenes na at some point I felt I actually thought it was comical camp bizarre at some point I uh, remember there's one scene na kinonfront si Brandon Vera by a group of women yeah. and gay people tapos he was fighting them with an umbrella may, may, may ganong ano, um, slight variations in tone pero when it comes to the subtext um, so how does it portray the drug war? It's, it's, um, I had some expectation that it would be gritty and grisly just to uh, deliver the point that the drug war is really bad, really violent. But it's not exaggerated na, oh, well, na, my... to the point that... I do get your... Yes. At the same, it's realistic at the same time it's realistic and at the same time incredulous na rin eh, yeah. the way it portrays the drug war well um, 
firstly, um, the the aesthetic of the film is may, may pagka stylized siya. Mm. Actually, like, like the yung pagka ano yun, yeah. parang neon favela. Oh. Yeah, neon favela. It's still gritty, oh. but there's a there's a certain stylishness to it that I like. Um, as for how the um, as for how the movie portrays the drug war, mm-hmm. the drug war is a facade for something larger for me, because um, um, ma, what I think about the movie is although there are you know there's Biggie Chen, there's there's like small time villains like mini bosses in a computer game. Um, the real villains of Bybust are never seen. For example, the politician who uh, who Alvarez, who Alvarez, uh, who Alvarez uh, is talking who calls to Alvarez calls Alvarez on the phone. So, um, during my first viewing of the film, I find I found it a bit hard to uh, sympathize with any of the characters um, because all of them were just doing what they wanted to do. The, the drug guys, they, 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 they were running a business. Yeah. The, um, but they were constrained by the, by the dirty cops who were using the clean cops um, who were just doing their job. Yeah. And then in the middle of it are these um, are, are the civilians who get caught in the crossfire. And um, they're the most like oppressed of all of the groups, but they still want to take the law into their own hands. Actually, nung gusto ko, parang since we're talking about um, how what what does it do differently in the context of the drug war? Feeling ko that's the yun yung may dagdag sa nakuwenta na I appreciated the that little bit yung it's the people, hmm. di ba you'd expect? Na if there's a war between the cops and the and the bad guys, the drug dealers who who in who explicitly killed a member of the of, of yeah, the family, the family of one of the one of the townspeople there, you'd expect na parang ah oh, we're gonna help the cops. Yes. Pero what happened was oh. the, the the townspeople even killed one of the cops. Kasi parang sa nila, They're kasi a neutral so, party. Because oh, mm-hmm. for them, it's like napupunta dahil sa dahil sa gera nyo gilera nyo sila kaya they're fighting back so and we get caught in the crossfire so I think this reflects yung the the context na in Philippine politics the cops right now are seen as ano na ano ba heartless na rin for conducting this drug war attacking um, people without due trial so I think that's siguro that's one thing na that changed in translating the raids, um, yeah. the warriors' story in the and, Philippines, and yeah. in the larger scheme of things, all of this, all of these battles, all this carnage, all these deaths—they're pointless because the drug war itself is itself not justified. Not, not justified. Para they they use it as a justification to continue amassing power and wealth the politicians in power mm-hmm. so it's it's completely invisible you don't you see very little of it in the actual film but it's going on behind the scenes mm-hmm. so all of these pawns these police these drug lords these people they're going on killing each other mountains mountains of dead people and if you if you look at the the final shot of the film it's an overhead shot right 
and um, the news media is like oh there were like 13 casualties but if you look at the at the overhead shot there are like piles of corpses everywhere so they're trying to cover it up in the name of the bigger game in the name of the bigger picture in which these these big wings these people in power there's they're using all of these things to create more money for themselves Actually, but at the same time just for this oh that's not me there's always a higher bigger conspiracy it's there's the same, bigger conspiracy. It's the same thing with citizen Jake it's the same thing with um, Max Payne in this yeah so so for me actually kaya, kaya mahirap for me to to look at any subtext yeah. beyond the, the main literal text yeah. na it's all about the drug war kasi kasi nga um, hindi naman pwedeng palaging you're just going to say na ah, there's it's commentary there's a bigger game oh. going on somewhere else you have to look at the what is actually being represented the story that's actually being shown literally there and that's the one of the more well to be fair it's not a documentary yeah. it's it's entertainment it's a fictionalization pero there, there's still some responsibility given that that it's a blockbuster scale uh, movie na you think about uh, the representation of the masses ano ba talaga yung totoong uh, attitude na towards the drug war are they really neutral or are they supportive or well, it depends right um there throughout the film there are people who are actively hunting down the policemen uh, on the other hand there are people who just want to stay away natatago lang sila like they don't want anything to do with what's going on I feel ko nga, so it depends. K- kaya I think in the stable I'm the I'm the person who least enjoyed it kasi I share DJ sentiments when it comes to uh-huh. na over major overwrought na ang politics of this story. I'm not though I'm not saying na dapat hindi ka maging political. I'm saying yes be. Pero I don't know add add more to it. Hindi yung the same story we've seen for so long. And then I also share yung sentiments mo John at times in action um ano siya um it's poorly staged except for those uh, flourish at the end so i share both those sentiments and parang mas mas ano yun mas lutang sa akin compared to the to the nice parts though i credit na there are nice parts and i say si, si Eric Mati is an expert class man mm-hmm. pero yun lang if you if if we're gonna, if i'm going to watch a good Filipino action film i want to see something like i don't know they, they based it on the raid, so maybe another raid, or if not, John Wick. Because I, I think the problem here, I don't think normal siya. They, nakaroon siya ng, ng problem with, with, ano, with the editing or what. I think they're trying to make the most na rin of what they have in this country. Because the raid, John Wick, this have like experts, stuntmen, mm-hmm who really know how to do stunts and even the actors are trained for so long because here kita mo na wala nang point of impact <laughs> ito pati like other attacks dapat when tatama na they have to switch cuts to show na hindi talaga hindi pa hindi pa sanay lumaban yung mga actors sila except for Brandon Vera kaya I think si Brandon Vera daw may pinaka electric na fight scene eh, because when oh, he oh, he punches oh. people when he throws them around oh. it hurts it, yeah, it and, looks like it hurts and you see the point of contact you see you see the, ano, the you see the action um for lack of better you actually see the action hindi yung idadaan sa shake 
or sa cut para to give the illusion of of something frenetic, diba? yeah. DJ, what are your thoughts about the film as an action movie? As an action movie? Uh, I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, um, personally, um, I don't have... Sorry, I don't have high standards when it comes to action. Uh, I, I do agree, for example, na uh, John Wick, which uh, which according to some people uh, reinvented the action in recent years uh, due to the preference for solid long takes and smooth camera action. Pero for for by bus, the the word I use is serviceable. It's serviceable, it's serviceable action. action. And again, I focus on the. The, the theatricality of the staging of an action scene rather than the actual movement because that's that's sufficient for me to enjoy okay sana okay, if remember old boy si Odaisu fights sa hallway yeah the hallway scene so it's not pretty but it's it's grisly na parang in a way na pagod sila and it's one take yeah it's one take pagod sila and then and like, people get oh, hurt. He's just he's, he's just um, sa arms ng dieto matama. So I think that 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 looks real. So maybe if I know I know by you, it's it's banking on that detail. Pero if hindi kaya ng mga artistes lang gumawa ng stunts and to fight like real fighters, edi they could have done that. Na pero do we have ano capable okay. fighters capable of acting? At the same time, there, there's a balance, yeah. you know? That's the one. We don't, you know, problem. We don't have Monsor del Rosarios anymore. Eh, mga tipong magaling sa martial arts, okay naman sa acting. Wala tayong ganun, eh. Um, unlike, unlike, yeah. For example, your uh, the raid. We have there's uh, Iko Ways. Ways. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, sorry. There's him and like for Hong Kong movies, there's Donnie Yen. Maybe Jackie Chan, if she's still doing it. Um, well, for personally, for me, um, the re, it, the re, uh, the re, uh, Bye Bus is an okay action film. Uh, like I said before, the staging of, I don't really agree with the staging of the action in the early part, hmm. but the later part, I'm okay with. And I know there are a lot of people who've been comparing this to The Raid, the first three movie, and uh, action-wise, there n- there's not a lot um, you, you, comparison. Yeah, there's not a lot of points of comparison in terms of action going on. Because um, the read is good. <laughs> well, I, I think they're both good. Um, my favorite action movie of the past like ten years, maybe more, is the read. It's the sequel to the read, the read two, and the way the read two stages action is there's like it builds up tension using like panning shots, low establishing shots. And then once the action happens, there's there are some cuts, but um, Garrett Evans uses wider shots to show the action. And it doesn't like, it doesn't cut away when people get hurt, unless, you know, except for some places like with the, the baseball bat guy or whatever. That's the operative term, the show the action. Yeah, the action. That's what I found greatly lacking. But the thing is, the thing is with the raid two, the action takes place in large spaces like Mm -hmm. warehouses, in a prison yard, whatever. In in Bybust, the spaces are very narrow. They're they're constricted. They're claustrophobic. So your 
you, the number of shots that you can do or the types of shots you can do, they're, limit, they're limited by the space. Unfortunately, um, like in the earlier parts of the film, nung marami pa sila, it's all handheld and yeah. kasi, they keep, it, it's so it's edited so briskly and they keep cutting away sometimes that it's hard to know what's going on at any one time. When um, during the later part of the film, nung dalawa really, na lang yeah. sila, that's why it's better in the later. Yeah, yeah. they can. <laughs> I agree with that. You can easily follow yeah. what's happening. Yeah. And that's also the thing. The in the Raid 2, even though, um, even though there are like dozens of people, they're fighting just one guy or two guys. Actually, looking back, I made my two stray thoughts. Ako. One is that you mentioned about the supplementary characters. First, it's like, I wish they were utilized more. Because, example, Tarek. Sorry, I forgot his last name. Um, forgot his yeah. name. The, the, the guy with long hair. He's a comedian. So he's si, a he, si He's the guy with long si hair. He's on, yeah. He's yeah, on. The beard. He's oh. on. So he's, he's a very funny guy. He does stand up. So I wish they could have given him more scenes before this mm. spoiler warning and timey death. Para lang masagresonate yun. To be fair, you know, um, at least it gives more time for the main characters to shine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On the other hand, uh, and also, like they, there are there are like small character moments, yeah. you know. So actually, yeah, I really like his character. Yeah. I don't know if it's prop, if it's a proper analogy, but yung parang little finger na siya yung hindi matay matay na itis. Yes. Uh, everyone is dying, but like there's this guy who's incompetent, who keeps... who's not a fighter. What he <laughs> Keeps finding a way to survive. Very crafty person. Probably the, ano, Teban, the, the drug, the middleman. You know, you know, see, ano, see, actually, yeah. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. No? That's a, that's a fascinating. Yeah, yeah, I, I like the character, the, ano, siya. Shay, eat this, nindi mo matay matay. The comic relief part, then. Yeah. Yes. And he survives a good chunk of the film. Second string observation. We were talking about John Wick, and I'm thinking, okay. Um, the current actors may not have the capabilities of like fighting, actually fighting, but gun action. Parang did the film show like your good gun action? Parang hindi no. Well, in terms of like trigger discipline and you know that's how that's how PDA agents are supposed to use guns. <laughs> and, I mean, they're not they're not gonna go gun. Gunfu on everyone. It's stylish so, naman tayo, eh, enough eh. I mean, we're operating in a world of stylized na. So why can't they go full on? Parang I appreciated naman. I appreciated na the fact that yeah. they, you know, that, that at least in this regard, in, in gun handling, they were realistic. I mean, I, 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 if if they showed like Brandon Vera like twirling around his M16 and and tumbling around. Probably a movie that I wouldn't like. Okay, not John, John Wick. Sicario man lang. Sicario. Sicario? Oh, that's a different... Diba? Yeah. You're saying, I'm thinking about movies, how they could have done away with trying to make everyone an MMA fighter or a uh, mixed martial artist na hindi na kailangan mag-chop-chop and mag, and mag fast cut para lang i-mask yung, ano, yung... To be fair, the... Lack of capability. So, the, the way they, they conducted the operation in Sicario was... Um, if you if you like, they they do it capably. Yeah. You know, they're, 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 they're like drug enforcement agents, and they mm. and the the guys in Bybus, they they do it much le- more or less uh. the same way. And um, 
they, they create tension. They still create tension in in both films actually. You know, man, I won't contest in tension. I mean, all the scenes na Eric Matty would play with the silence. Would he would play with ambient noise, para lang to heighten what was to come. All of those are really appreciated. And that's and I may sound like I. Again, like what I said last episode, at times I sound Very like cynical. I hate, uh, I don't like the film more than I actually do. Hmm. But by was for me was again, like what I said, serviceable. Pero ang hinalay lang ako. There's so there's so many parts of it na I think could have been better, could have been conducted better. But it, and it, um, it's in no way that I'm trying to bash Eric Mati, because all, <laughs> all of his past films. Maybe except seclusion. Don't even ask me about it. But his other films, those really have high regard for. And I think they they really uplift the the genre or filmmaking in the Philippines mm-hmm. in general. Yun lang. Ito, it's okay. It's okay. Pero it could have been so much more. It's siguro nare na no. Like the expectations. Because this film went through long pre-production. Eh. So yes. I was really hoping na. The pre-production was able was ano was enough to give us a uh, an action film comparable to how Asian action is right now, like the best of Asian action is right now. So, in lang naman. DJ, huh? Any thoughts? I want to go back to Sicario. What what exactly about Sicario are we comparing? Other than of course it's um, very similar friends. With basically, similar how the uh, because like. Um, Brolin and company, they're they're not action stars, strictly martial arts yeah. action stars. Pero hindi nga, di ba parang, I don't actually think of Sicario as an action movie. It's more of a thriller yeah. to me. But I'm saying the action sequences are really well made rin na it's, it's not it's not frenetic, it's more methodical. Kasi mm. John was saying, Very slow these are, these are, these are PDA agents, pero like there are scenes in Sicario na accelerating, pero yun lang talaga, it's like, Sobrang, they're so mechanical na tug 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 so like in the car chase uh, scene so, so, that uh, doesn't have cars moving uh, so uh, what I'm saying it's a okay how could how could um, Eric Mati play around mm. with the uh, with the reality na the people the people the, the people he has in the film with. are not are, are not that well versed in the uh, action so I was thinking maybe they could have used could gun have, action gun action na sa ko kung hindi John Wick edi sa karyo man lang para methodical pero at the same time ano um it is stick with the stick within the realms of ano kaya ng mga tao personally I think they they in some at a certain level achieve naman ng bias um yung operations in the way they were switching cover oh change mag like and yung remember yung Ang tawag din, yung, yung commands na kina-call yeah. out ni Bern. Yeah, that's, that's change mag, legit. Stoppage. Yeah, legit naman yun. Kasi they really got consultants. And the sad part is, I think they had like more than I had two or three consultants na namatay. After, Sa Marawi after. Yeah. To be fair, um, the, the point where they stopped using those commands was the point when they were isolated and dala-dalawa na sila. So you really ca- you really couldn't do the action. You you really couldn't do action in the way that they did with Sicario, which had like teams of people doing. Sa simula, sa simula, sa simula, yeah. Sa simula, it was well. 
Depende, I guess. I, 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 okay lang sa akin yung action na iba sa una. In terms of, you know, coordinating actions. It's fine with Pero parang overall kasi, can you say na, um, parang, can you think of it as a dichotomy of approaches to action? The, the Sicario model yes. and the, the Raid model. It's very frenetic on one hand yeah. and the other is more... That would say, which would fit the, the situation with which would I think, like, ano kasi, given the reality of the situation niya, that you've been discussing this whole episode, I think they wanted to do the raid. But they don't have the oh, resources. No, they don't have the resources and the skill. Kasi, alam ko, Eric Matthew would have done that if kaya niya. Kasi, like, there are scenes na ganun eh. Hmm. The Brandon Vera scenes. Yun, gustong-gusto ko yung, yung Brandon, Brand, Brandon X Ann na stab, stab, stab. Cut, cut, cut the head of, the, of someone. Yung sa gitna. And then the one-take shot. Kasi, yung scene na kaya niya. Pero, many of the scenes, hindi, hindi niya ginawa. Yung favorite ko, kong scene yeah. ni Brandon was near the end, yung nagkakali siya with his stick. Uh, Kasi uh, nagagamit niya yung martial arts niya eh. During the Q&A, nandun ka ba sa Q&A? Oo. sa Q&A, ang argument kasi ni Eric Mati was parang wala, hindi hindi tayo pamilyar sa sarili nating martial arts. Yeah, true. I mean, that's one thing na rin. Kinalulungkot ko. Oh, kasi, well, Kalis are, are martial arts. Internationally, people would say, ah, oh, trained yan sa Filipino martial artists. Parang, people are saying, what? Kasi wala, it's Arnis. It's Arnis slash Kali. Kasi nga daw, yung, yung away sa atin, bubugan. Kasi just, yung ano lang, yung rambulan ba? Kasi Jason Bourne, ang martial art pala niya, which was Kali and... Buti oh, pa si Jason. Kali and um, from Maga. <laughs> Feel ko nga in terms of staging action, very similar yung mga Bourne films to yeah. to the earlier parts of Bybus. Siguro kasi ano, I know, though I haven't really watched Bourne, kasi there was Paul Greengrass known for excess shaky, shaky cam rin. Yes, pero shaky cam talaga. I don't know if they would hold they would hold up the same way as they did before, or, or baka mag-iba na rin kasi given na we've seen films like The Raid, we've seen films like uh, alam mo ba yung mga <laughs> recent action films na okay, okay. Oh, like John uh, Wick. Wick. We've seen... Sa Hong Kong, SPL. Ganon. Oh, SPL. Mission Impossible. Kasi Tom Cruise has basically become the American Jackie Chan. Oh, yung mga... <laughs> ano na yun? Um, well, not so recent, pero yung mga films ni Tony Ja sa yeah. Thailand. Like Ong Bak. Ong Bak, yeah. That, that is good. I saw a snippet of a review comparing Barbas to Mad Max Fury Road. Talaga? <laughs> <laughs> Probably yeah. in terms of, ano, Parang, of how um, frenetic the action is, but like, not yeah. the execution. In terms of, kasi, um, again, in the, in the Q&A, yeah, so Brandon Vera actually got a guitar and started playing. In the Q&A, what do you call this? Uh, Eric Mati said that he wanted to create a zombie movie without zombies. Yeah. Mm. Actually, I felt that naman. Paano medyo zombie film. I felt na. that. I think mm. yun yung tone na gusto niyang makuha. Kaya siguro nung una medyo magulo nung una. Yeah. Kasi you're kasi, confused. Everything's And there's so many chaotic. people na uh, numarag. Yeah. Actually, no? Remember Train to Busan? Yes. Parang, biglang, there's so many... <laughs> People exactly. You're gonna escape. So like, ah, there, there, are, there are people. Parin here, there are zombie slash people. Parin here. So I think 
in terms of structure mo yung isa-isang namamatay, di ba? Parang ganoon din sa train train to Busan eh. So, talagang may may pagka may pagka zombie movie vibe siya. Yeah. Which would probably explain some of the other ways kung bakit ganun yung studio. Saka action. parang um uh, they're waiting for the don't throw out the entire movie. Oh. Um, yung from dust till dawn, alam niyo. Oh, yeah. Actually, yung sabi ko, kasi kasama kong girlfriend ko, sabi ko, pustahan ng ending nito ay umaga na. Umaga na at fairness. Eh, mag-isa na lang siya. How about the ending of the film, guys? Very Eric Mati. Very Eric Mati. <laughs> Tristan, what are your thoughts on the ending of the film? Ako, okay lang. <laughs> I like the ending of the film. For me, actually, it, it seems uh, yung last scene with the van na It feels like na yun doon ang galing yung entire movie. Eh. Um, uh, the twist on the, there was the a, phrase. There was an ending and then... <laughs> and the way they, they, they played on the phrase ng laban ng suspect. Uh, and you can imagine that it was the seed for in the, the entire story. Parang you want there to be change, but it's hard. Like, If we compare this to the ending of On the Job, where River Cruz finds the the phone, the phone is he Holding in the league with the the bad guys? Is he going to rat out his same thing? Same dynamic is happening at the end of this film. I think. What is she going to do afterwards? What is Manigan going to do? Is, is she going to be the next Judas? Is she? going to, you know, go off the grid. Speaking of food, that's, that's another um, theme I noticed throughout the film, na yung very religious um, allusions, di ba? Parang the name, of, yes. the, the name of the place, Gracia ni Maria. Gracia ni Maria. Uh, and then Judas. And then uh, si, si Chonky, uh, may isang sina, while he was executing that the local uh-huh. person, na uh, sabi niya na, Uh, the blood of this person is in your hands, not mine. Para siyang naging Pontius Pilate figure. Oh. There's always that um, allusion to religion. There, maybe Mati picked up something with, you know, seclusion. <laughs> so that was very heavily religiously in, in, like infused. Did you see that? The director's cut. No? Sabi naman sa maganda daw. I haven't seen the director's cut of seclusion. Kasi ako referring parang when I was watching seclusion, I... I wanted to like it, I didn't like it, but I felt na like some scenes were cut, like parang nagkaroon ng, ng jumps. Hmm. Akala ko yung mga sexy sa, scenes lang yung tinanggalit. Sa, sa, <laughs> logic. Eh, talaga ba? I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, so I was thinking... So ano, DJ, if we follow the religious, like, allusions, what character would be uh, Antirtis? What would Antirtis' character be? What do you think? <laughs> Not sure, I don't think... They're actually going that way. Yeah, I don't think with Anne. So mm. I don't. Yeah. They just um. I guess they just included that to to retain the Filipinoness of the film. Yeah. I remember that na uh, may some um sequence when the Philippine national anthem was playing in the background. Yes, and another for, song. May for no song reason. Filipinas kung mahal. Ah yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Pero di ko sure if it's Filipinas kung mahal. And then uh, napansin ko sa start um, nung sa training camp scene pa lang the, the, the soundtrack in that part used um, indigenous music. instrument sounding music 
And the soundtrack for this film, by the way, I actually liked it. Na, it was a good soundtrack. Good development. Ang gusto ko nga na ano siya, nagpo-folksy rin siya. It's like, it's trying to mix um, the other Filipino sounds and yung mga blues, bluegrass, yes. na banjo. Um, there, yung nung palabas. Very last of us. Very last of us. Nung palabas na si, ano, nung palabas na si Anne sa Gracia ni Maria. Diba, yun, yung sound na yun. There's Tapos nung nung um, yung full on fight si ni Brandon Vera rock heavy rock naman yung ano yes. rock heavy rock rock heavy rock rock heavy rock very rock very hard hard rock um there's an interesting ano eh there's an interesting like DST pala there's an interesting juxtaposition um near the end of the film nung nagkabukingan na si Biggie Chen sa kasi si Andreas tapos biglang may folk song na tumunog. It's a Ilonggo folk song, Turagsoy. Mm-hmm. Ano lang siya, it's about nagkahain ng pagkain. Ganun. So sobrang different tone siya. Tapos ginamit nila yun. It's a very, very serious move. But anyway, naisip ko na nung pala, we're doing full spoilers in a public place, so... <laughs> Apologies. Wala, wala, wala naman siguro nakakarinig. Oops! Oh no, it's fun, Yeah. Oh, we're doing this again in a public place. Must na, we, that yeah. shall not be named. Yeah, must we wanna uh, evoke the... the grittiness right? <laughs> Yeah. We're from the third world, guys. We need to, you know, talk wherever. Another small detail pala na I remembered, uh, for minor appreciation lang, na merong riding in tandem, <laughs> action, action duo dun sa... Yes, yung Tondo Kids. Oh, yung Tondo, Tondo Kids. No, riding in tandem. That's very illogical, eh. they're, they're fighting with motorcycles in the constricted <laughs> zone. Actually, ang hirap nga parang they're trying to nag-i-u-turn pa siya. Parang if ako, if I was Anne, ayun, kumalikod na, baril na yun. Because oh, it's, oh, it's like it's like um it's a it's a tight U. Then anchor is standing on one end. Then they try to do a U. So it's like it's a perfect situation. Your back towards anchor So it's like if I had a gun. And they survived much longer than we expected. Tundokids, <laughs> <laughs> It's as if na they just wanted to put in the riding in tandem people yeah. there, just to complete the social commentary. Actually, yung sabi, yung sabi ni John, it's like a video game. It's like a video yeah. game. That, that adds to it, na, like, yeah, True. get outlandish villains. And then may final boss, yeah. Yeah, final boss. <laughs> it's a big yeah. And to be fair, guys, um, it's equal opportunity, <laughs> like victims, yeah. like people of all True. genders, races, religion. religions. I noticed that the ni people Muslim women. There were Muslim women, there were Muslim men, there were Christian, I'm guessing Christian men, there were gays. So not Scientologists, what about Scientologists? <laughs> Maybe they didn't profess in the film, but who uh, knows? Can we name the sex dito? And the... Uh, Religious sex, baka, baka next thing we know, tanggal it. Baka tayo yung mga podcast. Sorry, sige, I won't name... I would name. <laughs> I would and the name. composition of the team is, ano, yeah. is relatively balanced. Yeshua provides. <laughs> Yeshua. Yeshua provides. <laughs> Yeshua. Who knows? Um, so, um, anything else, guys? Okay. 
Right, so, yeah, are you yeah. planning to watch anything this week? Of course, Cinemalaya. <laughs> okay, Cinemalaya is coming up Friday. And the premiere film is by Bust. Maybe I can wa- I will watch it again. Actually, um, um, in comparison to our last episode right now, I think I'm most excited to see Leeway. Leeway? Leeway. So, you've, you've changed your mind on Liza de Castro. <laughs> Not exactly Liza, but I like the, the idea. Of yeah, and ano pala, kasi, um, I was with the, the director Kip. No, yeah, man. Oh, so it's a, it's a, it's a really personal tale. So do you wanna? Yeah, it was it didn't I say it was like yeah, autobiographical? Yeah, it's it's a biographical. Shop, 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 na talaga yon. Shop yung bata. Oh, because it's the first time I encounter him. I to encounter. Not di para first time, pero it's it's my first time really like talk to Kip. Tapos parang narinig ko man na it's really his story. So I think, di ba ano? Yung sa the best deals are those that really happen to you, kasi you able to inject the story with nuances. And he had he had two prior films to like practice the practice. So, yeah, so I'm I'm expecting so, a refined film. And the people in the crew are really good and really helping him in editing. I'm excited to watch it as well. Although I was recently, I, I'm still excited with Kuya West. Ah, yeah, correct. Well, Kuya West is uh, it's ano, it will always be there. Yeah. I really like, I really like the slice of life. Na cute lang. Yeah. It, it, it feels like this year's Kiko boxing era. Yeah. The, parang, the palate cleanser. I feel good, but I will feel miserable. Because <laughs> Kiko is ano, it's very steady, very plateaued emotions. Ito parang ano te, masag comedy siya, yes, it, mas nagaano siya. So it, it's got, kasi Kiko boxing era, you can't really say it's a comedy, but it's no, it's, it's, it's yeah. a slice of life. It's a slice of life. Eh. Ito kasi, it's, but by the end of that slice of life, I was yeah. like sobbing in my seat. So yung nga, like Kiko and the chanters, their emotions, they don't really reach heights mm. and lows. Parang ano, it's working at ease. Parang small use lang siya. And right now, you get Ogi Alcacid. So, sure kang ano yan. He, 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 he can ham it up from time to time. Like, his Bodox character, di ba? So, He's and sa trailer pa lang, yeah. pa lang, di ba? Yung once a month lang naman ako may love. Uh, di ba? I'm really um, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. Something uh, we did not cover in the last episode, the short films. Sobrang excited ako mapanood finally si Jodie Lurks, the Lockers, Employee okay. of the Month. <laughs> Employee of the Month. Employee of the Month. Ako rin, I wanna see that. Uh, okay lang sa akin yung, ano, yung Fatima Torres. Fatima Torres? That was last year, right? Space Shot. Yeah. So, uh, no, cute na quirky, pero beyond that, okay lang. <laughs> what was my favorite film from last year? What was my favorite short Ay, ako, Lola Loling. Oh, Lola Loling? Mm, yeah, really well animated at the same time. Ang ganda na pag-view niyo with Dementia nga ba? Dementia, Dementia yes. Yeah. So, among the shorts that I've seen last year, Lola Loling was my favorite. One of the most successful shorts from last year was um, Pauwi na. Ay, shocks. Ano uh, yung, yung... The, the jeepney driver with the engineer's son who was a victim of EJK. Uh, I yeah. haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. Sino yun? <laughs> yun yung sasabi na na uh, it's very amateurish. Uh, very but, amateurish production, but it's but so, very effective. Yeah, I want to see it that. punches like uh, yung, like Brandon Bell. I think <laughs> that was the people's choice. Flat Earth 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 
it's it's very emotionally resonant. Eh. There's there's a certain like enough manipulativeness in it. But pero it's it's so charming na you can't help but. And then I'm excited to watch for the third time Babylon by Kiko Babylon. Uh, what an excellent that. short film. Cinema, pero I've heard, I've heard. It's a it's a really great film. It's one of my favorite 27 films of any length. <laughs> it's that good. Interesting. And then um, well as we were talking about the yes. version um uh, si Astria si from si Maka Astria Maka, 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 what's that? Ano, maka, ano, maka. Tambula, by Chef Suarez. <laughs> that's the other um, Q Cinema short film that's yes, also yes. reappearing. Yeah, Zamboanga represent. Mm, yeah. Great film, also. One of my favorites, I think it's just Q Cinema, right? Mm. One of my favorites in Q Cinema last year. And um, also, Sasayang Isla. Ah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that in Vidsea. I saw that yeah. also in Vidsea. And I love that film. And bilang, uh, bilang isang Bicolano, I, I appreciated seeing the language of my, not ancestors, but my extended family. Yeah. <laughs> parang, kasi, ano eh, di ba parang Bicolano, it's not that feature, not that feature not so much, yes. sa local cinema. As a, in, what do you call that, um, regional cinema. So parang na-appreciate ko lang na, uy, ito parang feeling. <laughs> It's, ano, it, it tackles so yeah. many interesting oh, yes. things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a thesis it's film, ah. Yeah, and it's a thesis film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very, very impressive. Ano na bang ginagawa ng filmmaker na yun? She better be, he or she better be <laughs> doing <laughs> full length now. Bilang film student and I know... Get this for Cinemalaya 2020. For subjects, they make you shoot films. It's not easy. It's not... I have four films in class, but I don't show it because I'd rather be a writer, critic, than, than a director. I've done directing, it's not easy at all. So recently, I've watched, um, I've watched Mamma Mia, here we go again, the sequel to the first Mamma Mia. It's the most inoffensive, feel-good, singing kumbaya in the campfire film ever and um, if you're having a bad day and you like ABBA just watch that film it's such a nice film if, if it's still in theaters I don't I'm not sure if it's still in theaters. it still is it still is today it's such a feel-good film and um, I speak of theaters Mission Impossible I'm going to watch that tomorrow. Mission Impossible <laughs> um, colon Fallout. The mission, call it impossible. Call it impossible. Dash. M dash. Fallout. <laughs> Fallout. <laughs> so, so it's, uh, ano ba? Uh, copy editors verse 19. <laughs> How, have you seen it? Yeah, I really liked it. Okay. Though the story, hindi siya, kasi ano eh, I saw the tweets na, oh, it's the best film since The Dark Knight and, oh. best action film since, since The Dark Knight and Mad Max. Well, it's not, but I like the action sequences. Kasi, ano like what, what like what I was saying. Uh-huh. You could this this is an example of good action. Uh, the, the plot you're willing to toss it aside muna, kahit it gets really ridiculous because of the of, because of the really well paced, well plotted, well executed action. Mm-hmm. Oh. And yeah. uh, how does it compare to the rest of the Mission Impossible franchise? Actually, part of the one you watch it, because. 
I really like Rogue Nation. Uh-huh. That I've seen all the other Mission Impossible films many years ago, like college pa ako. <laughs> so maybe you've changed yeah. uh, perspective yeah. on it. There, I, I like Rogue Nation. Fallout for some reason. No, for saying gusto ni Fallout for me it's okay lang. Uh-huh. No, maybe I have to rewatch it. This one, I like it. I, I like it. I like the action sequences. I like how they play around with the, the established tropes. Because I know that it's Mission Impossible. It's not just a story. 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 It's not just a I was thinking for watching this. How? Ano ano ba bang pwede mong gawin, di ba? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> usually reduction films yeah. ang mayari dyan pag, pag trilogy. Uh, it's an enlarging scope eh. Parang first film is the city is in danger. Second film, the country is in danger. Third film, the world is in danger. <laughs> <laughs> Mission, Impossible. Mission Impossible in space. It's 2025. <laughs> They're very well aware of of how of how sequels develop. How their sequels are, how their franchise is in general. Mm. Tom Cruise, MacGuffin, they have to find it. He gets disavowed. He gets um. He, he gets called a traitor, and he has to do it without the help of the government, and only rely on his best mates. So, pero superhuman. And then there there are Scooby Doo masks along the way. Na, <laughs> I'm going to watch it tomorrow. I'm I don't know. Very I, excited. I like Henry Cavill. Ito pala yung kain niya. So, so, so the, the mustache is worth it? The mustache is worth it? <laughs> well... The fake CGI I, I, lip? I, I don't is it know how it? the mustache contributes to his character. Very like na ano Beast mode siya. It's like... Mm. Actually, Terminator here. Eh. Excellent. Yeah. You see in the trailer him um, gunning up. That's how he is. Really? Yung parang like charge siya, di ba? Yun, his arms. Up, down, charge. And, what a and Henry Cavill is Jack. I yeah, mean, he could bend me in half. Yeah, it sounds so wrong. That sounds so wrong. <laughs> My favorite Mission Impossible entry ko actually is the third one. Oh, the third uh, one with Maggie Q. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, he's Philip. Philip. J.C. Abrams? Yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, the, the one with Philip Seymour. One of the best um, interrogation scenes oh. on film. Oh God, Although I saw it when I was still in high school, so yeah. again, I'm I not need sure. to rewatch this series. <laughs> yeah, but that's my favorite so far. I like that better than the no love for John Woo. John Woo and his doves. The thing that I remember most about two was the the doves, <laughs> the Limp Biscuit song. <laughs> Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah. The Limp Biscuit song. Yeah, it, 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 it is a year that extreme poverty yeah. and everything. Mission Impossible! And also, um, premiering this week is Harry and Patty. It's a local film about... What's that? Aaron and Kakai. Yeah. I thought they were feuding. I thought they were feuding. They were feuding? What? Like in real life? Is that for real? Is that for marketing? 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 Is that for marketing?
si Kake was saying, oh, umabig ka na kasi, tapos biglang nagkaroon. Uh, what was going on? So is one person disappointed with one of the actors? Or? Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I don't know if it's, it's showbiz stuff. So I, I, I try to not get Watch involved. Watch out but, for third world yeah. gossip. Yeah, it's spin-off. We're developing a spin-off. Our spin-off podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, too. there's like a backstory there na they're really close and people are saying, oh, are they together? And then all of a sudden, Kakay, I don't know, on Friends, Aaron, and then says, umabot ka na kasi, and now, Boy Abuna is asking Aaron to, Interesting. To, to, ano, to come out of the closet. So parang that's so weird. Uh, I don't know if it's... If it's if that's marketing or just unethical behavior asking someone to out themselves on TV. I don't know, I don't know guys. It's so obvious and I don't really care. <laughs> In any case, I'm looking forward to the dynamic between um, this handsome guy, not so handsome girl. Like in there was a film like this last year by Jason Lakshman. I forgot the name. <laughs> um, uh, with Derek Ramsey. Ah, ano kana? Kiki Kiray. And Kiray Selis. What's the name of the film? Uh, I forgot the name. Uh, he makes Love, so is Love, is Love is Blind. There you Love go. is Blind. There you go. Love is Blind. He's such yeah. a perfect filmmaker. Maybe something like that. Yes, Jason Lakshman. Oh. Yeah. Making I- films like. Churning it up. Yeah, actually, next, right? In next film fest, in Jason Laksamana Film Festival. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> after Cinemalaya. Yeah, Cinemalaya. Two of his films are. The Jason Laksamana Film Fest. Actually, you just saw the trailer for The Day After Valentine's because it's screening before by bus. Yeah. Yes. And I actually like the trailer. Yeah, it's a good, it's a yeah. good trailer. Yeah. And. Um, I'm going to show you the issue of the romantic And maybe people deserve it for some other day. The trailers are manufactured to be screen capped and, and posted. Yung mga kugat na yan. So, I don't know. <laughs> like insights with. Yeah, kugat But that, you know. I hope it's a good film. <laughs> Speaking of Kake, I just remembered what I, what, what, what I last watched before by Bust. Uh, yes. It's Rock of Ages. Oh. The musical. The musical. Uh, it's actually very entertaining. Yes, I, I watched this a uh, while back. Eh. I, and I think. One of the I think it's running exclusively at Peta Theater. Yeah. And SMG. Gerald Napoles was one of the yeah. that screening I saw no not screening, the show. The, the show, show I attended had uh, Pepe Herrera in place of Gerald Napoles oh, for that okay. role in his role. It's really funny. I want to see your rock okay. of ages, but it's in Manila. It's not going to be in Manila. New Manila. Yeah, New Manila. I, I don't... Same cousin too. Yeah. I only... Yeah, New Manila, sorry. Uh, New Manila. I should have specified it's in New Manila. So, I don't really go to anywhere far from EDSA. So, so okay, guys. Um, any, any last words? I think we've all... You know, We'd like to thank our major sponsor. Yeah, we'd like to thank our major sponsor, this venue, this venue whatever it is, <laughs> and um, hi to Jim Paranal who couldn't be with us today, and Paul Castillo, as well as our co-founder, Mr. Co-founder. Michael Edelior, who's still studying way up somewhere in the boondocks. Way down. I mean, way down, sorry. Way down south. Way down south. So We're back to the old country. Hang in there, man. We'll see you next time, guys, at Cinemalaya. And in <laughs> the meantime, you can catch our podcast on... Uh, Apple I- Podcasts. Yeah, on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. So, yeah. SoundCloud. Till, <laughs> till then, till Cinemalaya. See you guys next time.
Third World Cinema Club.